Hello and welcome to Firefly in Review. My name is Dave. I'm Isaac. And in this edition of the podcast, we're going to be taking a look at episode six of Firefly, our Mrs. Reynolds. It is indeed episode number six. However, it was not air number six, was it? No, actually, um, it was or it was aired number three. Number three out of the eleven aired. Yeah, so so this is the third one you get, which really it's not that big of a deal if you watch this one out of order. It doesn't really have a whole lot of story development. I think we no. see River in it like once or twice, and it's it works completely from the beginning. It absolutely does. Yeah, River has no speaking lines in this episode. No. So, I mean, as far as being aired out of order, this is one of the least defenders. But even still, why? (laughs) (laughs) That's my question. Yeah, there's no reason for it to be out of order. But this one's okay. I mean, like, it could be a lot worse. I understand that. So being number three, this one was aired on October 4th of 2002. 2002. Uh, A mere 13 years ago coming up on 14 for almost 14 years ago still phenomenal show still looks good all right isaac so where do we start this time well this one's fun this one i I said the bar fights were fun i think this this could easily be the most forgotten yet most fun moment from all of firefly i've had so far in this rewatch so our first shot is this low, like really shallow river? It's really more of like a bog or a swamp or something. And we get, a, I'd say, a creek bed. Totally creek bed. A creek, there you go. Totally a creek bed. So we're walking through a creek bed, and there's a horse-drawn carriage, two horses, and a couple sitting in front of this carriage, just pulling it through the creek. Really western-looking, really scenic, very atmospheric. And then uh, some more uh, ruffians come out of. <laughs> Wait, the ruffians show up a lot in Firefly. Yeah, and you know what? They're terrible people. The Alliance is out to get them. Every single time, the ruffians are just out trying to make a mess, and the Alliance is out just trying Swooping to... in. No, I'm just kidding. The, the Alliance barely takes care of the ruffians. They would have been burned <laughs> at the stake. Yeah, they actually don't care at all about <laughs> the ruffians. So um, a bunch of the ruffians show up, and then like the leader of them, their gang boss, is like, I think that you have something that belongs to me. Um, and also, I want all your other shit, too. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just getting ready to rob this guy, this poor guy. And Jane looks up. Wait, what? Jane? Yeah, so we find out this is Jane. And then... And then he says that uh, his wife is going to be taken. So Jane tells him that he's sure he doesn't want him. She's a mighty ugly creature. And this is when Mal, Mal shows up, coincidentally. Right. Wearing, uh, what's that thing called? She, he looks like... Um, a bonnet. A bonnet. He's wearing a bonnet. Cute little bonnet from... Uh, from oh, oh, I can't remember the show. Little House on the Prairie. I got it. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then at this point, we get, you know, some quips, some neat little Mal... Where Mal's lines. just upset that he was he would be called ugly. Um, it actually harkens back to they take care of the problem. They do another awesome badass shootout. Yeah, it's just a total shootout where Zoe like po- pokes her Zoe's head out. Zoe's always being a badass, saving Mal. And we'll get to it after you explain that part. But there's an interesting thing about the Zoe and Mal that I thought because I watched this episode twice. Yeah. So there's an interesting thing that I thought of the second you've, time. You've seen it more than that. You're just saying twice recently. Right. Yeah. For, okay. the, for, the, for okay. this recording. Okay. So anyway, finish what you were saying. Well, I was wrong because I meant Anara. Oh, okay. So we're just going to. So that was. A, we'll just smooth over that. Jump right into what I was going to. Fix it in post. <laughs> no. Um, 
I was going to say that the the moment whenever after all this, after the shootout and they're hanging out and Nanara's talking to him, she actually asked why he had to be in the dress when Zoe was there. Exactly. And of course, Mal responds that, you know, he wanted her as the backup and that it feels nice to have the breeze up there. He, he likes to wear a dress. And it's funny. But this is the part that I was wondering, like, so was Mal unwilling to trust himself to protect Zoe? Oh. Do you think he trusted Zoe to protect himself more than... He trusted himself to protect Zoe? To protect her. Because it's a good point. It is a good point. I mean, overall, I would say it was probably written to be fun, but... Probably, and it was. You bring up a good point where maybe, maybe... I think I think the reason that he keeps his crew around is not because he likes all of them. I think it's because he likes all of them and he truly knows that he feels safe with this crew. Right, which uh, we actually get a little bit that, of that at the end of this episode. So let's go ahead and jump into this party that we're having. Oh, it's it's a bash. It's a shindig on an outer planet, man. They are loving it. It's almost like a tribal type party or something. Yeah, I mean... I don't know anything about those, but... It looked like a bunch of um, cultures were just shoved into a blender as far as this thing goes. And it was fun. Yeah, pretty much. And so it's very montage I mean, they are giving gifts and things. But overall, it's very montage of their evening, getting drunk, chilling out. Yeah, and, and when you see drunk, like, Jane got shit-faced. And then, Jane and Mal. And then the next scene, we see that Mal is also just plastered. Of, yeah, they both got absolutely drunk. It was great. And I loved that. So we get the scene of... Um, some good-looking redheaded girl just doing some weird shit with Mal. Like, she's giving him a bowl and he's drinking from it. And they're just drunk, right? And then the party ends and it's immediate, like, dry cut to the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're, get, we're heading out. Thank you for everything. We know, And the guy's like, I know we don't have much to pay, but I hope our gifts are, you know, satisfactory and everything. And he's like, oh, no, we're doing good. And that's when, is it Wash or Zoe? Zoe. Zoe comes up and she's like, uh, something's on our tail, gotta go. So then he's like, all right, we'll see you. And once they once they hit the uh, the cargo bay door and they start going up, he discovers that same redhead, the girl. Now, of course, Mal doesn't quite recognize her because he was plastered. I mean, I want to get this point across. Mal and Jane I felt were drunk watching him. Drunk. Yeah, they were gone. So he has no idea who she is. He's startled and he's like, what is going on? <laughs> and she tells him that she's his wife. They're married. Theme song. And then we get Take My Love. Can hey. we do you want to just you and me do this whole theme song? No. We'll sing it. No, so we cut back and <laughs> we see guest starring Christina Hendricks of eventual Mad Men fame and always large breasted fame. Just mm, beautiful. She is a good looking face. gal. Yes. Yeah. Face. Her face. What were you gonna say? She is a good looking face. <laughs> <laughs> no, she actually, this was this was one of the things she did before Mad Men. Not to say she wasn't famous, but Mad Men shot her right into the, the, the atmosphere, man. So, so, so Captain Mal's like trying to figure out what's going on. And then Zoe and Wash walk into the cargo bay. And this, this everything from here on in is just like total up. Great time. Just awesome. So Except for um, Mal's new wife. Whose name we don't know yet. Right. So they walk in and Mal just goes, "Uh, Zoe, why do I have a wife? One of my favorite lines from this episode. And uh, they don't know either. (laughs) 
So Mel tells Zoe, or I'm sorry, Wash didn't come in. It was Jane who came in with Zoe. So Zoe and Jane walk in, and then Mal tells Zoe to go get Wash. So Zoe goes up to the terminal, goes to call Wash, but she doesn't call Wash, does she? No. What'd she do? Everybody, get down here. Meet, what, wait, no, she just says there's something you have to see. She doesn't tell him. Yep, she calls the whole crew, everybody on the ship. All right, so then she reveals that everybody needs to say congratulations. This is Mal's new wife. And Inara's the only one who's not happy about this. Right, but that's not really picked up by the crew. No, because she's off in the corner. Like she was in the infirmary or something? Maybe. I don't know what she was in. Yeah, I don't know what she was doing. Who knows? But yeah, she kind of stays in the dark and stays back. So everybody finds this hilarious, except for Mal and the wife. And Anara. Mrs. Reynolds and Anara. But we're going to ignore that for now. And Anara. <laughs> we're going to ignore Anara. <laughs> it becomes important. I'm going to ignore, ignore, ignore. No, you're not. You can't. You can't <laughs> ignore her. <laughs> Look at her. So <laughs> Mal demands that they go back and drop her off because he is not happy. Like, yeah, he's like, what the fuck's going on? I, I didn't marry anybody last night. He does not want a wife. You can tell. Shepard slyly says, uh, hey, can you go get me an encyclopedia there, boy? Yeah, to Simon. Yeah. He's like, do you have a, uh, do you have an encyclopedia? And then Chinese Simon was like, you're an idiot. I'm a doctor. Of course I have. A- <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, of course, bro. That's what I picked up. I have no idea what he actually probably said. said that. He's probably a preppy douche. He looks like one, right? <laughs> In China. Whenever he speaks Chinese, he's just a preppy douche. <laughs> Which it's amazing to me that everybody can speak Chinese and it's just like natural to I don't think they can. I think they were probably trained to say those few words. Well, I'm not talking about the actors. Oh. We're in the verse right now. This is immersion. We're role playing. Right. No, I'm in. All right. So what happens after that? He explains. So Wash explains, um, I can't go back, even though that's a direct <laughs> order, because the Alliance touched down. Right after we left, and there's a bulletin out for the murder of somebody's nephew. It's nephew, right? I, I can't it was remember. Very, it was very confusing. Um, yeah, it's the nephew. But they don't but need But they're talking about Simon. Them. Yeah. So there's essentially a bulletin out that Simon's missing slash murdered. But I'm not sure. He just has a lot of family ties, apparently. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Money? The Tam, the Tams, man, they're everywhere. They branched out all over the verse. Well, yeah. How do you think they were so prosperous? Okay. Well, Saffron runs off, and we're about to learn her name is Saffron because she's very upset. She thinks she thinks the crew's making fun of her. Well, actually, well, she's she doesn't. Even she's really also think- upset by Mal's um, disinterest in being her husband. Right. Mal is just like absolutely not having any of it. And this is all she wants. Like, she's just very upset. Yeah. No, this is this is essentially what she feels she is meant to be. And it's, what, a great dishonor and insult to not be wanted. So, um... Shep- Jane wants her. Oh, yeah. So, from the very beginning, as soon as she's on the ship, Jane is just a pig. Just an absolute pig. He's just pissed off. He's, He's just pissed off. I got off. a rain stick. Yeah. So... Shepard gets the encyclopedia, looks in it, turns out the whole deal with the flower headband and the bowl, drinking the wine and the dancing, it was all a marriage ceremony. Yeah, he just got married. Yeah, so Mel is actually married to this Mrs. Reynolds. So she runs off. 
she runs off upset and Mal goes after her. Zoe's like, are you really sure that you're the one who should be talking to her? Like, do you have a kind voice to approach this young lady with? And he goes, the way I see it, we have one thing in common. We're the only two who don't think this is funny. I like that. And then long shot on Inara. Yeah. Yeah, she's not, she's not, she's not finding this funny either. And they made it clear. Um, Well, he goes and he finds Saffron in the engine room. And she asks if he's going to kill her. Yeah, which is also one of my favorite lines from this episode. And we'll get to that later. <laughs> um, and Mal tells her, uh, if somebody ever tries to kill you, well, you you just kill him back. Yeah. <laughs> That's no, how he no, says it. Very matter of fact. Nobody gets to do that to you. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, what kind of a crap planet do you come from? <laughs> That's, and, then later, and then he just goes... That, that's a that's a dumb planet. <laughs> I love this. See, yeah, he's kind of dumb, but he's awesome. Right? He's like these are, these are this is right and this is wrong. Um, that's how I understand it. Uh, she she actually chuckles, and Mal says that she's equal in the world. Um, he tells her that she's going to get off at Beaumont. She'll be able to get a job, and that it'll be about a week. And she gets all happy. She's going to get a chance to please him. And this yes. is when she tells him, "My name is Saffron." Yep, so we learn her this name. Timid and little then, girl. Just little redheaded, short, gorgeous. So, um, so Shepard shows up. Pops in. Just pops in. Kind of like a puppet. Just pop. Yeah. And and if I feel like at this point, Shepard starts becoming like more of a a character that interjects himself into the yeah, series. Yeah, he's like, I mean, I'm here to, to make changes in your lives. No, so check this out. He shows up and he says that divorce is rare but possible by contacting her pastor for dipping, dispensation, dispensation. I looked this word up. What does it mean? I looked it up because I knew that I didn't know and you would ask. It is an exemption from a rule or unusual requirement. So he has to get a hold of the pastor to make an exemption for specifically her marriage from her pastor. Yes. That's how this culture works, apparently. Then he tells Mal that if he's to take sexual, sexual advantage of her, then he'll go to a special kind of hell reserved for child molesters and people who talk at the theater. Yes, he tells him that. Right after that. Mal walks away. Shepard pokes his head back in and says, a special place in hell. So we get this set up like Shepard is all about making sure that he's fucking with Mal at this point. Yeah, he's, it's obvious that Shepard has a crazy past. He knows he's just fuck. It's not a pastor being a pastor. He's fucking with him. Oh, yeah. Like he's, he's, totally he's having so much fun and he obviously sees everything that's going like he gets it. He's probably one of the only ones on the ship who actually understands Mal's position and everybody else's. And, and he's hers. like, watch this. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to have fun with this one. Because I, <laughs> I know I know Mal. I've been here long enough to know Mal. He's good. He's so a good guy. With him. So well, Saffron runs off and she's making food during all this. Well, Mal shows up and an awkward scene in the chow hall begins as Mal sits down for dinner. What an incredible scene, too, because it was so awkward. It's great. He just, Nathan Fillion pulls this off so well. The whole time you're cringing, but you're laughing. Oh, yeah. It's no, great. Mal, Mal's good at it. And the whole thing, you feel bad for everybody involved. <laughs> oh, yeah, the whole time. So Wash is, like, super jealous of this dinner that Mal had cooked for him by Saffron. And uh, 
Zoe is not really having any. Well, part she Saffron what? Saffron tells Zoe, um, "There's leftover. There's more if you want to cook for your husband." Uh, <laughs> and Wash Wash looks at her. He she doesn't look at him. Wash looks at her and laughs. <laughs> he's like, oh, his eyes go so wide. He's in like, huh, huh, I'm not that. Huh, it doesn't. She's not. I'm just going to sit down. <laughs> and then he gets all excited about Mal's drink. And he's like, I'm going to go get you some more. And then he's going to ask Zoe if she wants some. And she, scarily, Saffron, yeah, takes that cup, grabs scarily. it out of him, goes, that's my job to do. And that's when she tells Zoe that she can cook. So um, this whole scene is just an amazing, <laughs> awkward, like the whole time you're just cringing, going, I want to keep watching. So it pulled off really well. But all it really serves to do is develop these characters. Okay. And, and their important relationships coming up in the rest of the episode. It goes a little far, though, whenever Mal leaves. And she's like, if you are done eating, may I wash your feet? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so and they- so Wash takes his food. Yep, Wash takes Mal's food and cut to Inara's room. She's looking for clients for when they land. And Mal busts in. He's uh, he's looking for a place to hide. And Inara's clearly upset. She's still, yeah, she's still very hurt over this whole thing. And initially, Mal picks up on it. I have a wife or because I'm letting her go. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, hey, he has no idea what's going on here. And they just kind of have a back and forth. And Nara is really grumpy and he's not picking up on it. And then all of a sudden, yeah, he gets even less. Like he almost had it, but then he's completely not sure why she's upset at all. Not even at all. Yeah. You didn't give me anything. You didn't give me anything. And And I feel his pain. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In real life, in real life, you will feel that pain. Because there's an excellent line earlier where Mal goes, just like women, I'm a mystery. (laughs) <laughs> in this episode in this episode oh yeah. that's cool yes it is um well you can tell that like the marriage is fueling her aggression she just tells him to leave so he gets out and and he sees jane at the end of the uh, of the what what would you call that the balcony the stairwell the, the hallway is it a hallway it's like a, it's like the upper hall it's not even a what hall, would you call the top like of scaffolding hand. if you had to walk across it uh scary <laughs> <laughs> anyway He's up there, and Jane's looking down at him holding this huge rifle. Yeah, just a beauty just of a Just a badass rifle. rifle. And he starts walking toward him, describing how he obtained this yeah, he, rifle. He cocks it, and he says, I don't think you've been taking me seriously. <laughs> and he says, six, was it, six, men, six. six men came to kill me once. Best of them welded this. And then he describes that it's custom modified. It's got... <laughs> Some sort of special trigger, and it's got all sorts of other things. And then he approaches even closer. Mal's, Mal's like scared for real. Yeah, because he doesn't know what Jane's going to, and he knows Jane can take him. Jane's, yeah, and Jane's fucking insane. If he decides to snap, it's over. Yeah. And then he extends the gun out and tells him it was his very favorite gun. Vera. Vera. His very favorite gun. Hands it up to him. As and a he trade. doesn't. He doesn't say a trade though. No, no. And but Mal it's gets very it. implied. And then Mal's like, the "Fuck is he wrong? Holy shit!" And he then just he starts goes, breathing like, oh, "Fuck, you <laughs> motherfucker!" <laughs> My days of taking you seriously are coming to a middle. <laughs> <laughs> he tells her that she's a human being. She's gonna be treated that way. She can't be bought, borrowed, or bartered. And go back and play with your rain stick. 
<laughs> Which was a great line. It's just such a fuck you that sounds so good. Um, so he, he hops down to the cargo bay and he finds Saffron there. She overheard the whole thing. Not the Inara stuff, but the Jane stuff. <laughs> Can you imagine she overheard the Inara stuff? It'd be weird. Would be. Maybe she did. And she was like, man, I'm... She's right behind the curtain and she ran down the stairs past Jane. Jane missed her because he's just looking at... He's looking just looking at, at Vera. At Vera. <laughs> he's stroking Vera. Because it's the last time he's that he's kissing ever... Vera at the time. <laughs> and, and she just runs... Saffron runs past him. So um, Mal is talking to her and he starts like spilling details about his family yeah. and growing up to he's this He's well off. He was on a cattle farm. Yeah, so it's raised by the hands, and then he kind of stops and he goes, "Man, I don't usually talk about my past." And she says, "Is the crew not interested?" Player, such a player. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he blows off the question. He's like, "Yeah, they just know me well enough to." Uh, what about you? <laughs> and he doesn't. I mean, there's not much information that he gets out of her. She explains what that she's happy to be on the ship she doesn't even describe where she grew up no she does a really good job at uh evading everything yeah almost like she's professional or something oh man so we get a cut to this room that like reminds you of something from like early television sci-fi stuff oh yeah no this is battlestar galactica looking yeah yeah like that or some sort of um stargate something oh some oh some stargate shit i like it yeah so we get these two two more uh ruffians who (laughs) they look like they're probably menacing enough to be the bad guys like at this point you're like these guys are menacing i bet they're. i was a little upset we didn't see more of them i would have enjoyed seeing more of these guys they definitely seem to be like they had a whole operation going on and everything this this was just the very very end of a very very long story that we didn't get to find anything (laughs) about so we don't really know what they're doing, but they have scanned Serenity. Uh, they have this kind of back and forth about how one guy's saying it's just a hunk of junk and how are they going to get it scrapped out? It's a shit. And the other one goes, yeah, it might look like that, but that's a firefly. So throughout this entire series. And he says that the parts alone are not worth much, but together no. it's something. Right. So throughout this entire series, we get this feeling that like somehow... Fireflies are just an incredible class of vehicle. They're like, not they're great. old reliable. Not great. Not like everybody knows them, but the people that know them know them, and there's a lot of them around. Yeah, they're very niche, but the people who know them understand. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't even know. I know that there's analogies, but I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know what it would be. Some Probably something Japanese made. Something that people think is bad, but the people who understand it think it's good, and they know why. Right. Mal just likes it. He, he does. Mal and Kaylee both. They're in love with them. <laughs> so we get, so all that goes down. Um, they're going to try to capture this firefly. Cut back to the cockpit. Uh, Zoe and Wash are talking about Saffron. And it doesn't go well for Wash. This does it ever? Com- well, no. I'm trying to think of any argument with the captain, with his wife, Kaylee, Jane, River, Simon, that's ever gone well that he's won. <laughs> and he's always chipper. He just always oh, maintains yeah. Posi- yeah. positivity. Wash is the most underrated character. Don't get me wrong. He's not underrated overall. But just in this crew, underrated. Yeah. Keeps his shit together. All the time. And when he doesn't, he means it. And him and Zoe, tight. <laughs> Very tight. <laughs> Have you noticed that in the, st- <laughs> in the series? <laughs> You're an observant motherfucker. 
So Zoe kind of freaks out going like, this girl is bad news. And Wash is like, okay, we're serious now. Oh, whoops. <laughs> uh, my bad. Please don't uh, kill me with your serious. pinky. She is terrifying, man. Um, is this whenever we see Mal go this, down to his quarters? This is the, that's the scene. You Slip. are on track, sir. Slips down in. Starts down the ladder. His, um, gets down the ladder. Takes off his overalls, which he is wearing. His suspenders, so my man. Awesome. He's wearing suspenders. So awesome. And he pops these In suspenders In case you forgot off. that he wears Western suspenders, he takes them off. Takes off his suspenders. And then he sees Saffron in his bed, naked. All of Saffron. And All let me tell her. you what. From, like, the chest, there's a lot to see. <laughs> and then it minimizes in the waist. And then the back gets a little bit more to see. It curves right back. What I'm trying to say... Is she a hot lady? I don't know. I didn't notice. Christina. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you didn't. You're like, nah, man. I, I was watching Mal. I was trying to see the little nuances in his face and jerk off to him proper. <laughs> trying to get the thing done right. <laughs> so, so he sees her. He sees her and he kind of just awkwardly stumbles through trying to tell her to go to her own room. Until he decides that hell might be worth it and that he's going. Yeah, so she just totally, like, completely seduces him right here. Because she is just... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just And so he gives up and he goes, I'm going to special hell. But it's a decision. He's. I mean, he could have said no. Uh, yeah, he well, could have. He didn't want to say no from the beginning. He, no, only he never he wanted to. He thought it was right. And he tried. Yeah. He tried and kept trying. And yeah. then he was like, I'm not trying anymore. I've been trying. It's like she's a pro. I've done a lot of trying, and I'm not trying anymore. <laughs> so he kisses her, and he passes out. 45 seconds later. <laughs> so, so he kisses her and passes out. <laughs> and Saffron runs away. Yeah. No, she disappears. And then she runs into somebody who doesn't yes. get a lot of screen time this week, even though it seemed like she did because she had bigger moments. Are you talking about Wash? Because I think we're missing something. Oh, yeah. We skipped Wash. but You skipped Wash. You skipped the, the me, most underrated character me, in this Let me tell you, you why. Me? I was going to say because he's underrated. <laughs> so, Mal. Says, I like to go with the, the crowd. And we decided. <laughs> oh, yeah. We decided he's underrated. So, we're just going to skip him. Yeah. No, because this part is incredible and the character development for Wash. So, she goes up to the cockpit, finds Wash alone, just kind of starts talking to him. Uh, they have this chit-chat back and forth, and then she starts playing her game on Wash and tries to seduce him. Yeah, and, I mean, at first, Wash is like, whoa, like, sexy. But, no, 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 no. The but thing then, is, Then no. he remembers that he's married to Zoe, and he doesn't want to die. And Zoe could, and would, and will, and absolutely might, if he even did anything wrong, kill her. With her pinky. Yeah, kill as him. As he says. So... Wash starts uh, boring her with his relationship with Zoe and how they met. And he, he turns around to open up the cockpit door, which Saffron had closed. And she just kicks him because she can't take it anymore. Just kicks him in the head, knocks him right on out. She's like, I'm not doing this. So she does that. She drags him outside of the cockpit, right? Yeah. And then she does something to the ship, um, just setting on a course and then uses this little stick thing. That welds the door shut whenever she closes it together. Yeah, that was cool. It was it was like imagine double sided tape, and you stick it to one side, and then you peel off and that cover, two, and it starts getting hot, and you slam these two pieces of metal together, and it 
It binds them, them together. It actually welds. I was them. into so that. She welds the doors to the cockpit shut after sabotaging the console in the cockpit. Um, starts running away. She's heading to an escape shuttle. One so, of the shuttles. Well, not an escape shuttle, but a shuttle One of to the escape. Shuttles. And she runs into Anara. Yep, right into Anara and goes, oh, I thought the cheer shuttle was the other one. Completely dodging Anara's question of what are you doing? Okay. Oh, yeah. And then she tries to seduce Anara and I was like, yes. I mean, like, right? Why not? Yeah. I'm into it. I yeah. saw Jennifer's body. You can have <laughs> nonsensical lesbo- lesbian kissing. It does. Apparently, it doesn't, it doesn't need to have, have any relevance to anything. It doesn't have to have relevance to anything, and they gave it relevance. Yeah, so they did like the same thing, but better. So after uh, Saffron tries to seduce Anara, Anara invites her back to her room. Ah, and then Ooh. an alarm goes off. Um, and then Anara says, "You're a skillful little bitch." Essentially, you, you freaking bitch. Pretty Where, much. Where'd you get this from? I don't remember that part <laughs> happening. I feel like that would never have made you on weren't to watching Fox. with subtitles. <laughs> it barely was on Fox. You weren't watching with subtitles. <laughs> so, so Anara realizes what Saffron's up to, and there's like a miniature cat fight, and then um, Saffron runs into the shuttle after saying that she is. Malcolm Reynolds' widow, widow. and yeah. Anara freaks out. She just huffs it down there. This is this episode did give us something from Anara though that's unusual. Super goofy, funny Anara. Yeah, it did. But at the same time, it also gave us like the like she was clearly going through a spell where she was really in the mal. <laughs> yeah, she was apparently in episode three. <laughs> In episode three, which three. would have been confusing if you watched it out of order in that yeah, way. Yeah, if she got like less and less interested in him. She just like is up and maybe that's why Fox did it. <laughs> so that Inara didn't have a sensical. She was, they were like, the, the execs were like, I was watching this and it was almost like Inara's storyline made sense. So let's just scramble that up. Cut it. <laughs> so uh, she runs to find Mal. And, Knocked out. And here's, here's the cool thing. Mal's cabin is right next to Kaylee's are they all sleeping up there I mean obviously like Simon's not and Shepard's not but uh, does Zoe and Wash sleep up there that's true because they have the other cabins down low where they sleep because they take on passengers sometimes right and where does I guess they all sleep up there that would make sense if they all slept by the engine room and the uh that would make sense, right? and the dining hall and more importantly the cabin right the core the, the core yeah. crew group so Anyway, Kaylee is popping out of hers going, what's going on? Wash is knocked out. He's bleeding. Jane and Zoe up there looking after Wash. Anara rushes into Mal's cabin and finds him knocked out. And she gives him a big old kiss. Yeah, she, she, she discovers up. he's alive because she thinks he's dead. Just big and just right on the lips. And then she feels lightheaded. She calls for the doctor. Mal, you idiot. Passes out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that entire thing goes down. So then Mal wakes up, and the entire crew is there. Simon, Shepard, everybody is there. That's right. And Inara's been placed on Mal's bed to rest, because she also fell. She fell. fell. She fell. She knocked got, her head like I Wash. I fell, God damn it. She fell, and like Wash, she knocked her head. Like Wash, she knocked her head. She fell. And, and knocked her head. And in case you were going to ask, she had fallen... And knocked her head, and that's what had happened to her. The same thing that happened to Wash. This, in case you were curious. Who didn't kiss anybody. Like Wash. Like Wash. 
And that's what happened to Inara. Seems iffy here. Seems a little iffy. So seems like her training slipping her. So Simon explains um, this. What was it? Kiss? Not a kiss of death, but the kiss of. It's essentially just what people use as prostitutes to steal people's shit. He just knock them out. It's like from that Batman movie where Poison Ivy put on the yeah yeah Batman POS. Batman POS, that's the one. Yeah. That's how I remember it. Being <laughs> Batman and Robin POS. Batman and Robin POS. Yeah, so she, so essentially, it's this film. You put it on your lips, kiss somebody, it makes them knock out. And apparently, Simon used to see guys come in to the <laughs> ER all the time who this had happened to, and they'd been robbed blind. So that's a thing that you can do if you're a woman, just so you guys know out there. In the capital city, right? Yeah, and, and the capital city with capital letters at the beginning of capital and city, meaning it's the capital city. Yeah, it's literally the capital city. So um, Shepard Shepherd remarks how special that must be to have kissed her. How special indeed it is. <laughs> Shepard's such a dick. I love the guy. He can't even, he almost can't even keep a straight face when he's saying it too. Um, okay, so they have to get into the bridge. Yeah, so they find out that the cockpit is welded shut. They can't get in. John, that's when you get the just just like the two seconds. But I love this stuff of Jane putting on the goggles, firing up the torch, leaning toward it, and that's it. I just I just I just want to watch that another gift loop. Yeah. It's great. Perfectly looped just, gift. He just continues to put his glasses and spark that. <laughs> So they, they cut this door open. Jane cuts it open with his badassery. <laughs> and um, Kaylee and Wash crawl under the console almost immediately. They know what's down. They look <laughs> under there and they just start having like this insane. Like, what would you even describe this as? I describe it as a conversation of admiration for her chaotic distru- or like her methodical destruction. Yeah, and at the same time, they're, like, talking to each other. And, in nerd language and, yeah, for and serenity. Yeah, totally, like, very specific. Like, ship nerd language. Right. So, um, while they're doing that, everybody else is bored out of their mind because they have no idea what they're <laughs> saying. They start discussing how Saffron has, you know, how she did all this. Yeah. Going back and forth, having this discussion. Um, and Jane just remarks that, uh, yeah, that's why he never kisses them on the mouth. And silences the whole stops, crew. Stops the conversation dead. <laughs> Everybody's just like, that... We're going to ignore it now. And, so then Anara... wow, by the way, I don't think that's true. But we'll find out later in the series. So... So, they recognize that they're heading for this electric net. Yeah, so Shepard is and the one who And this is where explains. the ruffians come back in. Yeah, Shepard! shepherd all the time he explains what it is it's an electric net it fries everybody inside some of the newer ones don't fry them instead of frying them it incapacitates them and then they just gas them shoot them out the airlock sometimes because they don't want to deal with survivors and the whole point is to get the ship and either salvage it or sell it or whatever so they're trying to steal the ship Um, i just want to watch a series with these two guys going around this is the season finale yeah 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 Going around the verse, yeah, when it blows up, and like the way it impacts them is an entire entire season three. But <laughs> they survive though, we'll get to that. The so, ruffians. So Anara tells the crew that Saffron had companion training. Yeah, because she recognized Academy it. companion training. Ooh. And Mao goes, How do you know? <laughs> so that's when she tells the crew that Saffron tried to seduce her as well. 
that she did not kiss her. She fell. She fell on she her, fell. like Wash. Yeah, like Wash and hurt her head. Like Just Wash did. Wash. Yeah. So then Wash says, everybody who's not talking about sex, stay in here. Everybody else, outside. Kicks everybody out. Everybody except for Kaylee. Kaylee and him are the only well, one. Yeah, because the two of them know when to keep their sex separate from their job. Actually, Kaylee does seem to know. Yeah, nobody else does. Well, Nara probably does. Actually, she clearly does because <laughs> because I wanted to talk about this. <laughs> okay. So, okay. this is the part where we learn a little bit more about, you know, there's an academy. <laughs> and that's that Inara doesn't kiss him on the mouth either. <laughs> <laughs> so, Inara uh, was actually trained to do her job at an academy, like mm-hmm. a, a prestigious school, right? But she's clearly very into Mal. But she Quite. doesn't use her training on Mal. Because it's almost as if she doesn't even know how to. I don't... I, th- I mean, if you understand that training, there has to be a certain point in which you're like, I understand this training so much that I can't just manipulate... I don't want somebody I want to be manipulated to be mine. I'm sure she's done it before, right? Probably. That's got to be the thing. She's probably done it before. She's not... She's like, I don't want what I want by... Just getting it. Anybody can do that. Yeah, so and it's, I can do it's it immediately. A real struggle for her, and that's part and that's of the strain. why she stays there. That's probably such a strain for her, yeah. and why this relationship builds like it does. I like that. That makes sense, though. So she yeah, could at that, any point. Yeah, she could. She could totally like any day. This. I mean, look at him. Any day, he totally gave in to Saffron, and he would give in to Anara immediately, even with their past, because she knows what the fuck she's doing. Yeah. And because and he totally wants her. He totally wants her. Totally wants her. He's also kind of stupid. In some ways. But I mean, to be fair, I want her too. Yeah. Because, I mean, have you seen her? Who? <laughs> <laughs> so back at the, the Irritated ruffians. Irritated and Back at the ruffians, um, they say that the ship oh, is... Is that their place? It's, it's just a little crooked sign. <laughs> it says ruffians. <laughs> ruffians. It says the, the space place of Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> it was... They only wrote one word right. Huckleberry, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, that was the weird thing. <laughs> Couldn't believe Not even it. Finn, but you know. So, it's up to interpretation unless it's P-H-I-N. <laughs> we're 10 minutes away. We're 10 minutes out. The ship is yes. from being caught in this trap. Um, that's all that we get. Again, <laughs> very short scenes of the ruffians here. For real, and I want to see them. So back in the ship, we get some of the navigation instruments back online. They can't steer, they can't navigate, but they can see where they're going, and this is where they kind of discover the net. So they decide that in order to take it out, because they don't have a lot of time to decide this. No, because they they need to get navigation back online, but the way she had done it made it really hard for them to get it back online, so they're not sure they're going to be able to steer the chip by the time they get through this net. So Mal says, Jane, go get Vera. We need a plan B. We need we need a plan B, he said, after having sexual contact with Saffron. So so he tells them to go get Vera, and um, Jane says that it's not going to shoot outside. It's got to have the, oxygen. Yeah, so they put a suit on the fucking gun. But you'll notice that Jane said it's not going to shoot, and we don't have a case, which means that there's technology built specifically to shoot a gun in oh, outer space. Oh, you're right. I didn't notice that, but that's fucking cool yeah it is that one part of a sentence that's cool okay so there's cases to blast motherfuckers out in space (laughs) in space so you can just use vera out there 
Presumably they designed so they've got their own oxygen tank or something going on. They look like paintball guns. Would that be amazing? That's dope though. So they put a suit on this one, but there's case. Oh, I wish we'd have seen all this. I know shit. the case. So what they do is they put the gun inside the suit. Mal opens the door. We get explained that there's these bright spots on the case or on the case. It's essentially where the electrical shock wave is sent from um, ball to ball, except they're placed all around this circle. It's a circle, right? So that it be- creates a net of electricity. And if you hit one, right? So if you hit it one of those points, it. It, it throws the breaker. Maybe. So <laughs> good luck. They've played so many maybe games, and they keep winning. For now, though. <laughs> So, a silent gunshot, a clean hole right through the helmet, the eruption of electricity into the baddies' base as it shocks everyone, and then Jane just decides to let a few more of them rip and (laughs) bust open that helmet and shoots a few shots into the glass of the ruffian's command center. It it doesn't blow it, does it? But it just cracks it. Who knows? Oh, that's right. Who Who knows? knows? Because they got shocked, too. They got hit. But wasn't that such a cool scene, the silent gunshot, the boom, and then... Boom, 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 boom. And then the, you hear the gunshots the second time, too. Like, oh, yeah. And it's just all But the out. first one was that so great one. whenever you're like, no sound, like space. Yes. Like space. What a phenomenal bit of filmmaking. <laughs> Joss Whedon, I love you, sir. Good old house. Please, please, no more dollhouses. Dollhouses? Dollhouses. <laughs> Do you ever uh, read that play? Which one? Dollhouse. But what is that? A really a play? Yeah. No. What is it about? It's just about this girl who like lives in this perfect dollhouse type world, and she you find out that she like did some illegal shit to save her husband, and there's a whole deal that goes on. But it's an American classic. I don't know if it's American. It's a it's a classic. <laughs> Might not be American at all. Sounds boring as shit. But it so is. It really is boring. Oh. Isaac. Sup. I looked something up. <laughs> this is true. And I the reason I know is because it's Wikipedia and it says... <laughs> <laughs> That's the way that I always know my things are true. And this too. isn't any Yahoo Answers bullshit. Yahoo Answers. Did you notice that they switched their design layout to where it's even worse? It looks like... <laughs> it's, it it looks like Wiki... Not Wiki How, but like that other Ask one that was kind of like Yahoo Answers, but Ooh, worse. Yeah, no. Wiki Ask? Or I don't <laughs> remember. So what did you find on Wikipedia? Jane fires at the window of the Nets crew compartment, causing it to rupture and killing the Nets two operators. That's what I thought. So that would be where the entire series ended. Yeah, so that's season five. <laughs> that's season that's, five. That's Angel. The- Except the thing is, in the series, you just see the window get shot, and then it says to be continued, but you never get the <laughs> next season. But in Firefly, they end it by being like, I don't fucking they're dead. They're dead. <laughs> yeah, so you have to watch Firefly. What if this was a show that had otherwise no connection to Firefly? But you had to oh, know. Oh, that would be sweet. That would, What if it's a Joss Whedon show, too? Then people well, might guess it. Let's get a hold of him and tell him this. And yeah. he can have it for free. We just want to see it. We just want Joss Whedon we'll to We'll be the be first Joss people Whedon. to do this to him. Yeah, nobody's ever done that, right? No. No, <laughs> not at... Not the, the many, I'm sure at Comic-Con, nobody's ever been like, Hey, Whedon. <laughs> I got an idea. I got me. an idea for you. You can have it for free. I just want to see you make it. And he was like... You know, that's a great idea. What's your idea? And then Firefly <laughs> was born. So, <laughs> oh, shit, that was you? So, um, 
our crew makes it out safely, which is good because if they died, then we would have only had three episodes of. Uh, <laughs> that would have been exceptionally confusing if they, if they died on them. episode three and then they were just no explanation back. So it's a good thing that they survived. Otherwise, whew, it would have been bad. Okay, so wait, but how much did you love? After all this takes like goes down, and they're obviously dead, so we don't have to check in on those other motherfuckers. <laughs> we don't worry about them. They're goddamn dead. <laughs> <laughs> Series over. So we don't worry about them. We cut after after they've saved everything. We cut to snowy cabin in the woods. Gorgeous shot. Fucking gorgeous. Unexpected as hell. Like this is a this is something that where I like to take certain screenshots. Screenshot and wallpaper. This one. Gorgeous. Seriously, look beautiful. If you like that, I've got this awesome picture that I took that I'll show you and we'll post it on the website. Okay. And it'll remind you of that in some ways. I'm just proud because I'm not a photographer. <laughs> and I took a picture. Literally the only picture I've ever taken. I've owned a smartphone. <laughs> I had it as my wallpaper and I liked it. <laughs> so People are like, this has nothing to do with Firefly. <laughs> we know, but we just set you up. So we cut to a cabin in the woods like the one Isaac took a photo of. But it wasn't in, a cabin in the photo. Cabin in the woods. <laughs> so, so we get an inside shot, saffron moving around. Mal bursts in the door, so trench coat awesome. flowing. He's got this pistol, holds it to her head. And, and then a fight breaks down because he's not going to shoot her. He was never going to shoot her. Of course he wasn't going to shoot her. But he's also not against hitting a woman. Just like, yeah, I'm going to hit you. Don't don't start shit, and I'm not going to kill you, but I also wouldn't kill a guy. I wouldn't kill anybody who's not going to kill me. Right, because if somebody tries to kill you... You just try and kill them right back. You try to kill them right back. <laughs> so there's a struggle that goes down, you know. There's like there's like almost the absence. There's like the ghost of sexual tension now. <laughs> and uh, Just looming over them. <laughs> It's not real. I didn't but it's know there was a ghost of sexual tension where it's like there was so much sexual tension. No, no, listen. So much between these two. That when it immediately died, it created <laughs> an entity that now haunts both of them. And will continue to, but we'll get back to that. They're not going to have sexual tension when they're around. They're just going to feel its dead <laughs> presence. It's like the force of gravity. <laughs> it's as fundamental and real as gravity is. So... It'll reap tension around it. <laughs> it can't breed tension, but it can't amplify it. <laughs> so so Mal gets her held down. He's got the gun to her head, and they start talking. She tries to seduce him again, and he's like, of course. Yeah, don't even. Don't even try. I'm an idiot once. I may be an idiot twice, but you're not going to make me one. <laughs> <laughs> so he, they have this back and forth. There's not really a lot that goes on here, just a little bit of... You know, character development eases the episode toward the end. He says just one last question. What's your real name? And then punches her. Knocks her unconscious. Completely unconscious. You would have just lied anyway. And then we cut back to Serenity. Ah, Serenity. Mal's talking to Inara. He's talking to Inara, and um, we never find out what happened to Saffron. You know, (laughs) we really don't. Well, we do, but we don't. I'm just so glad that both of her come... I mean, she comes back. Both of her. <laughs> I'm so glad that she enters frame first, and then she enters. <laughs> so, so we are just dropped from Saffron now. Don't know what happened to her after Mal left. Knocked her unconscious and left in this uh, cabin in the woods. Yeah, apparently he And it was a snowy section of the planet. Yeah, and he took her shuttle. Took it back. <laughs> 
So that's I'm just here with, I'm just here for what's mine. Yeah. And she's like, take it. And he's like, no, I'm not being seduced again. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just going to knock you the that. fuck unconscious and take my ship. <laughs> so um, Maus tells Anara, you know, you're very graceful. And she goes, okay, thanks, <laughs> I guess. And he goes, it seems weird that you would have tripped and fallen. Like wash. <laughs> like, like washed it. And so she's like, all right, I'm caught. And then she, but she's kind of happy about being caught. Right. But she's, she's also kind of like shocked where she, anybody knows, like I got caught with my hand in the cookie jar. Like I'm in trouble and it's fun, but at the same time, like I knew I might get caught. So I'm not like super <laughs> upset. So she has that face of like, I have been caught. Here we go. And, but, but she's like hoping like, all right, well, she's I guess like, he's going to find out. We're going to find out what happens he now. He understands. Yeah. We're going to so find out what happens. steps up to her. Steps up real close. And she's got a little bit of excitement and fear in her face. I knew it. Knew it. You totally let her kiss you. And then he just left. This is such an asshole to think he's so right. But he turns around and just gives her this like grin like and wink. It's almost like a grin and wink. Where you just like, I know, baby, I know, baby girl. And she, <laughs> and after he leaves, doesn't she roll her eyes? No, she like no, crazy. she just has this look where she's like, I don't even know how much of an idiot he is. is. And then it ends. That was such a. I want to go. I want to go look at her face again, where she's just like, "What the?" You fuck? should watch that scene again because it, she her facial expression doesn't change. She just she's just very confused and like slightly upset. But also, like, not <laughs> what upset. If, what if? What if they just broke? She just broke down crying, and we hold on it five minutes. End of episode. Five, five minutes, minutes of Anara crying. Five minutes of her breaking down and just crying. Camera never moves or cuts. Can you imagine how long End. five minutes would be? It would be an eternity. Five whole. Five minutes. whole minutes. I thought about saying sixty seconds, but I was like, no. Let's five let's minutes. go. Let's go all out on this one. And then she eventually. And as she breathes her last and falls asleep. Credits roll. Credits. Joss Whedon, Tim Minear. Pop on screen. <laughs> and that's how this episode actually ends. Um, and that's how we wish Firefly was this week. <laughs> <laughs> and that and that was the episode we wanted to watch. Now we'll do the actual <laughs> episode. <laughs> so... Just a few things I had written down um, on the Netflix version. We're back to Shepard doing the introduction because last week it was. I Mal. thought he was more of a mainstay, but maybe they just popped in um, now for that episode for some reason. I'm gonna find out. I mean, we're gonna find out and see. Maybe they did more with the crew. Maybe they plan to do more with the crew. That would be cool because they did it with Buffy. Buffy they had Buffy had different people introducing all the time. I yeah. think even Tara, right? I'm sure. Yeah, she was an important character for a while. <laughs> yeah i remember like her name right Fuck her. she's gone now she wasn't there in the beginning she's like a middle filler she was like a middle filler right she had nothing to do with willow i think anything. i think tara honestly reminds me the most of any real world friends we've ever had really it, yeah i can see that right i still haven't seen season seven of buffy jesus christ yeah i gotta get on that so, what if you're like i haven't even seen season one of firefly yet this is my first time i haven't seen it, it fox's way <laughs> so 11 um, episodes aired out of order the only other thing that i noticed was during this introduction he's explaining what's going on and he says we found another solar system and terraformed over a hundred planets and moons 
which implies to me that this is a single solar system. The entire verse takes place in a single solar system with over a hundred planets yeah, and moons. It's like, they they f- it's like they found a galaxy that was well spaced out. I, the whole getting there makes no sense, right? Which is why they shouldn't have ever done this introduction. You don't need to know. Uh, you don't or need to know. Or you say it different. I mean, come on. But you really just don't need to know. Maybe. How did Star Wars get to the place they're in? A long time Are you ago kidding in a galaxy me? far, far Are away. You... Do you need to know? I'll give you the galaxy far, far away you don't need to know. You don't need to know. And you didn't but need to know that these were... in our, I guess it is placed in our world if it's a galaxy far, far Well, not our world. Yeah, it's in our universe. It's just in a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> but that's not our universe, is it? Yeah, that's totally so our universe. So galaxies are in universes? So if you got the universe, is everything. Right. Galaxy oh. is the clusters of stars okay. and planets and solar systems. Universe is everything? Universe is all of it. Oh, shit. Yeah. Science dropped. Oh, yeah. Now we're getting... This is a <laughs> physics podcast now. We're everywhere, motherfucker. So, you know, obviously it's a TV show, but that was just thinking, like, maybe they could have gotten more than one solar system or not ever explained it at all. <laughs> but uh, that was just Joss Whedon's dollhouse side coming out. So this lasted one season. Dollhouse. Dollhouse. Two. Got two seasons. Two. This wasn't even a full season either. You know... I would have I would have given this season for a sixth season of Angel or vice versa five less seasons of Angel for five more of Firefly. <laughs> no, I wouldn't ever give up Firefly for one more season of Angel. But I would give up all of Dollhouse. I would. I love Angel for free. <laughs> right now, I've been trying to erase it ever since I've seen it. Just became an alcoholic <laughs> to deal with Dollhouse. <laughs> So, Thank God for the Avengers. Back to our Mrs. Reynolds. Yes. The entire episode was good. It was good. There wasn't a lot of Super over filler arcing. episode. Yeah, it was very filler. However, there were some great lines in it. There was quite a few great lines. From the top. From the top. So, my question to you. Yes. Which one of these was your favorite? Okay, mine comes from the top. And it is Mal. Or Miss Mal? Miss Reynolds? Mrs. Reynolds? No, this would be Miss. He's not married yet. Oh, okay. Miss Reynolds. <laughs> Miss Miss Reynolds. Riding. So then she wouldn't be Miss Reynolds. Oh, that Miss Reynolds. Miss Reynolds riding with Mr. Jane. And now before the fight, the fight begins, and I love this bit, he goes, now think real hard. You've been dog burning this township a while now. They wouldn't mind a corpse you. Now you can luxuriate in a nice jail cell, but if your hand touches metal, I swear by my pretty floral bonnet, I will end you. Western as fuck. Fill the rats. Western as fuck. I wonder if um, most of our quotes, maybe somebody will tally these up, are going to be from Mal. Like in like in our uh, RVB show, they're going to go and do pie charts. We love pie charts, pie guys. Ch- and use multiple colors. Reds, Ooh. oranges, yellows, blues. Percentages. Gra- bar gra- bar graphs, bars. Colored bar mm. graphs. Yeah. And you can do that without printing anything. So it doesn't even cost you anything. Oh, yeah. You, you know, send that to do us. Do math and email it to us. We love that shit. We love that. Oh, just more than the alliance. We love math and pie charts. Well... I mean, but the Alliance uses a lot of math and pie charts. That's, that's fair. They, <laughs> they use so many. I mean, that's what makes them so great. Have you seen them? They're organized as hell. This isn't just one government on one measly little country <laughs> in a measly little world. This is the a solar system that they govern. We don't even have a, a world government. <laughs> 
on, we have, on Earth we now. Have, we have hundreds of different governments. Hundreds. In our little tiny Earth. In our Earth. The Alliance governs One rule. a solar system with over a hundred occupied planets and moons. Providing help. Yeah. The Alliance. To those that, those that need it. The Alliance. Yeah. They're amazing. God, I love the Alliance so much. So my favorite quote this week also came from Mal. And I actually wrote down three, but I had to choose one. I realized pretty quickly that I was going to stick with that one. Because there's so much... We- I love the Western feel. It's so atmospheric, and it's very fun. Your hand touches metal? Your hand touches metal. What was your favorite? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> my favorite quote we've already given away about twice. My oh, I'm sorry. My favorite quote was... Well, I did it once, too. He goes... And you don't ever stand for that sort of thing. If someone tries to kill you, you try to kill them right back. <laughs> and I just love that line because he's like, what kind? And then he goes, what kind of dumb planet is that? He's just so offended by the idea that she's so raised that way. It's a lot like whenever uh, you, you see the people who are like truly good at heart, but, but they really aren't PC. They're just good at heart. Right. Like exactly. They're doing the right That's thing exactly in everything now. they do. And everything they do, they're doing the right thing. Just because they're an idiot doesn't mean they're not the best person you've ever met. Exactly. <laughs> That's Mal. Fucking in a idiot, nutshell. Mal. In a nutshell, he's just an idiot. He's just an idiot with the purest <laughs> heart. But he's not an idiot. He's uh, brilliant at what he does and not much else. And, that, and he knows it, and that's why he's only he only does what he does. At what he does and not much else, huh? Tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. I'm not wrong. No. Isaac, I have one question for you. Um Okay. All right, you're gonna. I will allow you to ask this question. Do you have anything else for us this this N- podcast? Not for this episode, but I will say I'm excited for the next one. I am very excited for the next one. I'm very excited. It's one. It's one of it the even, best. It even has Jane in the title oh. as just a little spoiler for those who might be watching this in the Fox it's, order. It's it's called Janestown. Next episode, Janestown. That's I'm sorry, it. I let it go. Damn it. <laughs> that was the big reveal for Can next you week. Imagine if somebody's listening to our podcast, like, I don't know, I can't wait to hear next week. These guys are amazing. What are they gonna do? Which episode <laughs> is it gonna be? They always think we're gonna fuck up the order. What if we have <laughs> every time? <laughs> we don't do it. We don't do it by Fox's order or by the real order. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't have anything else. I'm unless good. unless you just want to make sure that we say Christina Hendricks again to put make sure we post an episode of her for reference. Who is that? Uh Saffron. Who's that? Christina Hendricks? Is that what Christina you said? Christina Hendricks. Christina Hendricks? Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll post a photo of her on as a show note. So you guys can all see Is Miss... she in Playboy? Was she? I don't know. Let's find out. I'll double check. Why don't you Google just that for, for us? For just, science. Just for science. Um, now, in order to accomplish this science, I'm going to have to go. So everybody, thank you for listening this week. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, or ideas, you can send those to fireflyinreview at gmail.com. You can always visit us at our website, DaveAndIsaac.com, where we have new projects coming up very, very soon. In fact, you will see those hopefully in the next two months. Plenty to come. Isaac, anything this week? Nothing else. God damn it. <laughs> All right. We'll talk to you guys next week. Sayonara. There's no place I can be since I found serenity. But you can't take the sky from me. vocals for the entire episode you're gonna be the background vocalist yeah i'm proud of you for trying well it's my dream and my aspiration to do that someday 
Well, you're a good tryer. You try for a while. Yep. I'm just <laughs> trying to pop into the mic. You're like, yeah, it's my only goal. My goal is to fuck this all up <laughs> at the very end. Good job. Good job.